It's time to start your drafts. Let's talk to the pros. Welcome in everybody to Fantasy Pros. This is the baseball podcast. It is me, Joey P, Joe Pizapia, and with me today to run our first official mock draft for baseball for 2022 is Bogman and the Welsh. That's right, your friends and mine, right here on Fantasy Pros. And they're going to help me go through our first draft simulator experience. So hopefully you are ready, locked and loaded, and turning your attention over to baseball. And today we're going to be using that 2022 MLB Draft Wizard software, which is officially open now. It's the perfect time to start preparing for your baseball drafts for this upcoming season. And the multi-user draft software tool is the best in the business. You can draft with your friends and the computer at the same time. It's unbelievable. Get you prepared, get you prepped and ready for draft season and feel free to start practicing and using our mock draft simulator, which you can find at fantasypros.com slash draft wizard. Again, that's fantasypros.com slash draft wizard. It's a fun way to spend about 10 minutes and you can go through an entire draft. Remember, you can set your your player settings. You can set all of the different options in terms of league type styles. It doesn't matter what format you play. The draft wizard is prepared for all of them, which is really spectacular. And that's going to get you ready for all of your leagues that you've got drafting soon. But gentlemen, we are here. It's a new season. It's a new sport. It's a new year. And I'm very excited to have you Welsh. Welcome to the program. I see you're joining us live from the beat laboratory today. So we're very <laughs> we excited are. to have you here. 100%, 100%. I've got the board here. Uh, so if anybody's got any requests, a uh, shout out to Mac Miller. It's his uh, 30, would have been his 30th birthday. But yeah, we're in the beat laboratory, the Welsh beat laboratory today to do some mock drafting. I'm pretty excited. Actually, I like this draft wizard. Uh, it's a completely different scope. And, you know, you kind of alluded and we talked off air at least that Bogman and I, within this league, we have been doing live drafts since 2014. That's kind of a staple of what we do. And we do them all over a, a, you know, a, a host of different sites. And this is pretty cool with how the consensus experts are going to suggest picks to you. And it's a probably, it looks at least, one of the more intuitive uh, auto draft systems since we're not drafting uh, with all live people. It's just the three knuckleheads. It's just these three stooges. So I'm yes, looking the forward other, to it. Really. The other live person is Scott Bogman here, who looks like he is actually the rapper in studio who is yeah. being recorded <laughs> by Bogman. And this is why you watch on the YouTube channel. Number one, you can follow along the draft board for yourself and you can make fun of the picks that we make and say that we did things right or wrong or whatever it is. But also so you can see uh, the sick beats. That Turn are the bass up a little bit. Yeah. yeah, here we go. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, Welsh and I work in the uh, underground lab where uh, Tupac actually drops all his new stuff. Nah. So, uh, yeah, he exactly. comes from an undisclosed location. Uh, comes to our office and we get those new songs out. So, no, I'm excited to do this, too. I mean, the, the draft wizard looks awesome. Uh, I was able to, uh, you know, add more players here, too, so I can uh, get a bunch to pick from when it's my turn up. So uh, I'm excited to do a, a mock draft. And this is our first redraft mock mm -hmm. uh, of 2022, I believe, because we did one maybe in November, but uh, we haven't done one this year yet because our first one was a dynasty one. So yeah. I am uh, ready to try it. Let's go. And to check out those boys' work, make sure you head over to InThisLeague.com and you can check them out on Patreon at ITL and join the ITL army there. And as Boggs was saying, we're going to keep it simple for this first one. So it's your regular old 5x5. Five five. We're going to have one catcher because two catcher leagues are dead to me. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows that. Mm -hmm. We're going to have the full infield, the corner, 
and the middle infield spots. We're going to have five active outfielders. We're going to have one utility, nine pitcher slots. We're going to have two of them be mandatory RP slots, one utility hitter, uh, and six benches. That's what we're doing today. So we're going to keep it pretty simple. We're going to keep it locked and loaded and moving. And with that being said, I am going to officially start the draft. And as you can see, we've already had uh, a few picks go off the board. I'm going to be picking third here. So Trey Turner, Fernando Tatis go off the board. You know, Trey Turner has been consensus number one, by mm-hmm. the way. I just want to throw out. It's very, yeah. it's very interesting to me. I, I get the points of it, obviously, because if you stretch it out. But he has become consensus number one in almost everything that I've seen. And against Tatis and even against Soto, it's kind of wild that we're in that space because I feel like Turner has been in the, you know, the, the first round for every single year. And I feel like everybody wants to talk themselves out of it, Joe, but um, 2022, it's a year of trade Turner. It is, but he's not my one, one, no one, one. That's who it is. Juan Soto for me. Tatis does go to, if Tatis was there, I probably would have taken him, but I'm perfectly happy taking my boy Juan Soto. As everybody knows, I am president of the Juan Soto fan club. So he goes to me first, which is great. After that, Garrett Cole goes four, Bo Bichette goes five. Christopher Welsh with the sixth mm. pick is now on the clock. Christopher? Uh, the Well, uh, Joseph <laughs> and uh, Scott. <laughs> um, Scott Trick. Scott Trick, yeah, there Scott Trick Bogman. Uh, you know, I look at this, and the, it's interesting. The consensus experts are 67% on Vladimir Guerrero Jr. The one thing that's holding me back, and I will say I'm very tempted to do, it, and I do have Vladimir Guerrero ahead just because it's, you know, elite batting average mm. elite. I mean, it's it's four elite categories when I'm dumping out one. But Jose Ramirez is a really, really, really enticing guy at that sixth spot. I've actually got him at five. So this just enabled me. I'm actually shocked that Bobichet went uh, before both those guys in this, that this dropped two of my players that are inside of my top five. I want to take Ramirez, but I'm going to take absolute consensus top elite four categories and i'll make up my stolen bases later with vladdy yeah look you're dropping 25 stolen bases but i would do the same thing man i yeah, would take Vlad. It's easy. Uh, so after vlad goes jose ramirez then goes right after as we anticipated corbin burns ronald acuna one nine mike trout at 110 then at the 11 spot bryce harper which means scottrick bogman uh, everyone's <laughs> favorite character from the witcher is now up for two here at the turn at the 12 spot uh yeah look uh i do have to ask a question joe Mm-hmm. Otani in this format, are we getting both sides? Are we getting uh, uh pitcher and hitter? Because if that's the case, then I will be taking Otani. According to the way this is set up, that is my assumption here. So that he's an yes. individual player. He's an individual player because it says SP slash DH next yeah, to him. Nice. So okay. yes. So in which case you can make a case for him even at the one one spot in that parameter. Right. And so I will. I will go ahead and take Shohei Otani here. Oh, maybe and I got confused. I thought you meant you got because you just took the pitcher side. So is it both or is it just the pitcher you took? Well, it said pitcher and DH on it his did. name. So I believe it is. So let's yeah. I don't see him available anymore. So therefore, okay. I do believe that to be true. And you know what? Let's in a bigger note here. We'll discuss this in a second. I think that's how it should be across the board. He is not two separate people. No, it's, He's it's, not even though he might be a Gemini. I don't know what his, his astrological <laughs> sign is. He is one person. So if he pitches and hits. He pitches and hits for the Angels. He pitches and hits for your fantasy team. I think the separation yeah. is dumb. Chris Welsh, your thoughts on that while Bogman well, thinks about it. I mean, it's it has been one of the most outspoken things I've had for a couple years now because there is one very specific big platform that just still refuses <laughs> to make the adjustment, and they claim it's engineering and money. He's 
maybe the biggest name in fantasy in fantasy baseball fix it. get it fixed and yeah. so many sites had it fixed before to not have him as if one you're a singular weekly player league, that's fine you, you I, know, it, having him separate is fine but daily you got to have him both none of it's fine any site <laughs> that does not have him as a two-way player is being lazy that's mm-hmm. all there is to it in 2022 what'd you do box I took Mookie. I didn't really didn't want to take the Dodger. I was debating between him and Freddie at this point, but I'm just going to take some stolen base upside. There's a lot of good first baseman too. So uh, I'll go ahead and start out with Otani and Mookie on the wheel. Not bad. And it's funny. You're getting Mookie Betts, a player consensus top five player the last two years. You're getting him all the way to the turn at two, one Walker Bueller goes at two, two, then Freddie Freeman next Jacob deGrom, Ozzy Albies, Luis Robert, uh, Luis Robert <laughs> at 206. The Welsh, you are up next, my friend. Oh, uh, the Joe. I kind of mm. wanted, <laughs> I wanted Luis Robert there. No, you did. But Some good picks here, though. That dang old Team Seven sniped me right before because I was going to go for that high batting average. Something I'm trying to kind of rectify that I was really bad about last year was I was very much into this, like, I'm going to kind of punt average and kind of, you know, collect my counting stats. And it just, it went kind of sideways for me. So I want to make sure I'm not going too crazy on that. But there are two fantastic picks I'm staring at. Kyle Tucker kind of represents that Luis Robert range, and I have mm-hmm. him there. But looking at Max Scherzer, and Scherzer is still out there to get one of those elite pitchers. I'm not crazy into high-end pitching, but to get him kind of on the back end of the second round, especially knowing I want to um, I want to attack some stolen bases, I'm going to do that. And 50% of the experts agree that I should go with Max. So I'm going to do it. All right. So locking it in there. I'm glad you took him. So I didn't have to make that decision myself because (laughs) I really didn't want to, because I would have been tempted as well to do the same. So Devers goes next. Then Marte back up to me. I started with the Juan Juan. So Juan Soto's on my team next. Now it's about looking at uh, continuing the overall hitting for me, because as much as I'd love to get a pitcher, it's just a matter right now of building offense. I just I have so little faith in those elite starting pitchers at this point in terms of health. Uh, So for me, I'm going to pivot. To another one of the classic Joe guys, uh, Wander Franco, been driving this bus for a while now. And, wow. you know, I think this is appropriate. I really do. Um, I think you are just scratching the surface. And I think for an organization like the Rays to get their checkbook out and write an 11 year extension for a player tells you all you need to know about this player. So I just think we're just scratching the surface of how good this player can be. So, yeah, maybe I'm, I could have waited a little bit for him, but you know what? Uh, he was pretty much in that top five group I was looking at anyway. So I'm going to go ahead and take him starting my team, Wander Franco and Juan Soto. We'll see where it goes from there. Zach Wheeler uh, at the turn uh, also goes. So Woodruff and Wheeler back to back, then Shane Bieber, a little pitching run. Kyle Tucker then went. So now it is back to me. And once again, the board is mine. So I can go with the big time power and the Jordan Alvarez kind of player. I can look around to Aaron judge as well. Continue to pound that, uh, first that outfield sort of situation there with the five active outfielders. Very tempted here, boys. Very tempted. Bogman, since you're nowhere near this pick, mm-hmm. is this the time in the draft for you in the third round where you start looking at that pitching or are you instead continuing to load up on hitting and wait? Uh, I think in this particular spot, I would probably take a hitter because there's so many good ones here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, a couple if really I, good pitchers on the board. I look at Urias and, and Robbie Ray right there, and I think that's enticing. But there are great hitters, like you guys said. And, you know, like the, the draft wizard shows top lift. And uh, I believe for you, it's going to be Julio Urias. So uh, that three is seconds. You know, j- just yep. uh, help you out there. So I'm going to try something that I don't usually do here. I've been doing a bunch of wizards here, a bunch of draft wizard drafts uh, last few days. 
and I've been waiting on the pitching. This time I'm going to take one, see what happens. Uh, Tim Anderson went next. Aaron Judge went after that. Welsh, it's to you. I took it because I felt like I wanted to see what kind of groups make it back to me there. Maybe this is the guy, and then I can lock in two more hitters and wait. We shall see how it all unfolds. So after Anderson and Judge, Welsh, you were on the clock for 306. Man, I want to judge. Um, that was just that was my again. other pick. I was going back and forth. It was a very tough decision. Yeah, sniped again right in front of me. I want to judge. It's crazy, too, because I've got a couple guys much higher on my ranks that are still available on the board, but there's a lot of good players that are available right now. Um, it's interesting that they're allowing Vladimir Guerrero third base eligibility, which could kind of maybe change some of his slide. Uh, the experts say Manny Machado. That's the top guy I have. I still haven't covered speed, though, which is kind of getting me. Mm. And I've missed out on a few guys. I There's think not I'm a lot gonna... of speed out there, Welsh, in all fairness. The, well, but see, the problem is, is the speed that is out there is kind of enticing. There's two mm. guys, uh, and Bogman might double tap them, to be honest with you. Whit Merrifield and Cedric Mullins that I'm looking at. Experts don't really care about them. And then Marcus Simeon is still sitting out there who qualifies at second, and that's not the best position. But third base is not great mm -mm. this year. And I'm going to shore up Manny Machado, and I'm going to get my third and first Manny Machado, Vladimir Guerrero, to go with Max Scherzer, uh, which I feel pretty good about. Yeah, uh, I feel pretty good about that as well if I were you. So after you get uh, that selection by the Welsh, taking Machado, a uh, safe, strong pick there, you would imagine. Uh, then you get uh, Jordan Alvarez at 307, Tre uh, Marcus Simeon at 8, Cedric Mullins, a player I loved. I didn't think he was going to make it back to me, and alas, he did not. Uh, Lindor at 10, Sal Perez at 11, and Scott Bogman on the clock for the double mm -hmm. dip at 3 4. I was sweating because Welsh mentioned the, the exact player yeah, I want, want in this spot. I want Witt yeah. pretty bad here. And I'm going to pair him with Shohei. And now I got a ton of stolen bases yep. on the squad. So I really like that. And for my next trick, I'm going to take Robbie <laughs> Ray and get my uh, kind of second starting pick. pitcher because I do have Otani. And, you know, he'll uh, he'll throw some, but obviously he's not your number one starter. He's more like a three or four uh, for your fantasy team. So uh, I love this start that I'm going to have with uh, cool wit and Robbie Ray for the very next pick. here. It's a real look. Robbie Ray is your one a starter, I think is a fantastic investment. I think that's where you want to have Robbie Ray, not the, the sole top of your rotation, but that next guy or in conjunction with another one, a, I think that's a perfect way to build it with Merrifield. One of my favorite players underrated every single year. If he played in Boston or New York, people would talk way more about him. It's just where he plays at the end of the day. After Robbie Ray in the fourth, we kick things off here at four, two, then with Xander Bogarts, Matt Olson, Trevor story, Aaron Nola, and Eloy Jimenez, right Eloy. before Eloy. White Sox will make it to Welsh right before every single time they go off the board. I know. So Steals on the board still, if you're like Alberto oh. Mondesi, but uh, some other guys out there as well, Welsh, for you I to know choose who Welsh is taking. I bought, you know, I, you know what? <laughs> Hold on. I, I, Bogman knows me well, I, as I know Bogman. Um, I was looking at Matt Olson, even though I've got the position filled because he's such a monster, but he went. It's a great pick. Other guy I was looking at, Trevor Story, because it's a you know good stolen base marker, though I think the batting average is down. But I want Bogman to tell everybody who I'm about to pick. <laughs> Byron Buxton. You're the, the I am leader taking, of the Byron Buxton fan. Wow. I am taking Byron Buxton, who is a 17% by the uh, experts. I'm, I'm, I'm going to move away from the injury stuff. He was a top first round, top 10 talent when he's out there. The question everybody has is obviously, is he going to stay healthy? I'm going to bank on the side of health. He made, he had major, major power getting me stolen bases. 
outfield. I got to fill up because I had none. I love that pick, and I'm not sure if he would have fallen back to me. So 17% be danged. Uh, give yeah. me Byron Buxton. Yeah, also 17% the uh, percentage of games Byron Buxton has played. Oh, Zing, zong. I'll be here all week, folks. Tip your waitress. Uh, Teoscar Hernandez goes right after. 4-9 is then Corey Seager, which puts me on the block here for the next pick. And you know what? I'm going to go get some power and some stolen bases. And I'm going to um, come back around on a player that I was down on last year because I think the draft stock was a little too high. But I kind of like where it is now, and I think I've seen a little bit more where I feel good about Randy Rosarena. So I like the fact that he's a, a pretty much five-category contributor. So give me that. Give me the extra outfielder here. Uh, after that, Lucas Giolito goes, Alex Bregman, Austin Riley. So, boy, oh, boy, third base got cleaned out quick as we turned from the fourth round to the fifth. Why, Tyler Manny, O'Neal, man. Yeah, it's a great call there, Welsh. Austin Riley at 5-1, then Tyler O'Neill at 5-2, which puts me back on the clock. And here you go. Now there's some pitchers out here that I like, and this is that grouping. And I still like taking Urias where I did. Acontra is a really, really big time pitcher. I think I just yeah. thought that guy was tremendous. My problem is again, you're a little limited in terms of the wins. Uh, I am a giant Freddie Peralta fan. I know the draft wizard will yell at me if I take Freddie Peralta here. That <laughs> I am well aware of. Don't let it tell you what to do. I, I, but I get pushed around. But it's a robot, and I, I thought the robots are all smarter than us. Hey, I could listen. also go closer here too. And listen, in Terminator, way. if we all just turned over, mm-hmm. we would let the robots win. But we're not going to let Skynet take over, Joe. <laughs> so you be you, or if you want to give in to Skynet, go ahead. That's well, your call. I think what because I have Urias, I'm gonna get double digit wins there, and I'll take my boy Sandy here. We'll build a little pitching staff uh, yeah. here. We'll get to. We'll get to. <laughs> We'll see what happens. I'm going to roll the dice to see what happens. And for Mock Welsh. Lance Lynn goes next, then JT Real Muto at 505. Chris Welsh is up now for 506. Mm-hmm. What, you mad, uh, mad, bro? You I wanted, mad, bro? I wanted it. I wanted him. Yeah. Uh, I definitely wanted to. Is that what that here. whole pep talk was about the machines and me no, rising? No, I mean, the robots, you, you still you know, can yeah. like move away from the robots. But, mm-hmm. um. <laughs> if a robot is filling out one of those forms online where it says, Are you a robot? What does it do? Like, because it's, it's filling one out there. It's trying to like, I don't know. Get yeah, I don't know. It I'm can't robot, tell what a bus you know. is. It can't tell what a motorcycle is, you know, or where a stop stoplight is. Come it's on. That's true. That's true. All right. Well, you are up on the clock. Yeah. Here. What are you doing? I'm not in love um, with everything that I'm checking out here. <laughs> uh, I mean, there, there's good players. There's solid players. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not in love with anything. Sandy, uh, I really wanted Tyler O'Neill or Sandy Alcantara. And they well, there went. was that run there uh, at the top, too, where I thought yeah. maybe Bregman or Riley, I would get one of them. But they went back to back. That was that was frustrating. The wizard did it to us again. Yeah, I'm going to jump in. Uh, this is a tough one, especially when you're thinking about. And this is why I like the wizard, because when you're doing a lot of other draft softwares, it doesn't make adjustments as well as the draft wizard does. So it's a real challenge. Like this is a real board, like real people are drafting here, which is way better than what I I was battling something in my head there. And there's two things I went between. I took Jack Flaherty. Uh, The battle was, I was about to take Chris sale uh, because I think the upside, I think think a lot of the projections are a little bit low on where he is as a pitcher right now, especially innings pitched. And he's a huge strikeout monster wins. But I had this thought that rolled through me is that I took Max and I've already taken an old pitcher that's, you know, he's not breaking down or anything like that, but there's some inherent risk in it. 
that I just decided I wanted to move away from a low projected innings mm-hmm. guy with high strikeouts because I've already got Max into a little bit more of a floor player in Jack Flaherty, though I That's don't fair. necessarily, I'm not in love or anything like that with him. Uh, but that was the decision-making between those two. All right, Bob, right. you're up. After Flaherty, you get Nick Castellanos, then Paul Goldschmidt, Javier Baez, the newest Detroit Tiger, then J.D. Martinez at 5'10", 5'11", Jose Altuve, Scott Bogman is now up at the 5'6 turn. I'm going to go ahead and uh, take a closer. Uh, I knew you were. I knew you were going to do this. I mean, you guys know me. so You're going to double tap it. I thought he was going to double tap it. I thought about it, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm going to take Hendricks for one, and then my second pick, I am definitely uh debating here let me see um so one Hendricks interesting... is your one on the board in terms of closers box right yeah okay. um, i think i'm still hated the interesting thing about this though in this experiment i would say especially if you look at like if people are looking at like nfbc stuff there's no chance that these guys are available in the fifth with how things are going now i think in a lot of the stuff we're going to be doing like you know consumer type of stuff standard five by five friends mm-hmm. home leagues and stuff it will be more like this, but in NFBC stuff, you're seeing these guys go in like the 30s right now. So there's no chance Hader or Hendricks. That's be there, that's so typically true of the elite closers in that format anyway. That's I'm also going to uh, stick to my guns here, Joe, and just uh, I'm I can't take Stanton. I can't do it. So Thank I'm going to go ahead. One and year Pete without Alonso. you taking Stanton. That's all. Yeah, I look, for. I can't do it anymore. You know. Well, it's just, you took Pete Alonso. Not which, for me. Your thoughts on Alonzo here in this pick as I, uh, before I massive power, massive mm-hmm. power at first base. He's still a stud. Uh, I know he gets picked on a little bit because the batting average isn't fantastic, but I'm doing okay in batting average with wit and Mookie. It, so I, I'll be okay there. So just give me the massive power. I think it's a great selection there. Then Chris sale goes six two. Joe Musgrove at three Castillo at four in this round in the sixth. then Josh Hader right before and Freddie Peralta. Oh, only a few picks. I needed, but alas, it did not happen. Welsh, you are up for 607. So I've got a guy that I want, but I'm going to see if he comes back to me. Ooh, so, you. <laughs> excuse me, I'm going to take roll a little bit bones. of a, a knee. Yeah, I'm going to roll the bones here. And that's what I like to do in mock drafts sometimes, especially in this one. And I'm not insanely high on this guy, but I definitely have a need. I'm going to go with uh, George Springer. So I'm a little bit worried about taking two outfielders with some injury proneness, but there's such a powered offense in Toronto that with that time Springer, I mean, I don't blame the consensus experts. 51% say to take him here and we're in the sixth round. It's actually a how really many IL spots, Joe. <laughs> Never enough. Never enough. Uh, I like the risk. I'm gonna take some risk. I think Springer is a I mean in the sixth value. round, that's a good kind of risk to take yeah, with a good George Springer. And a season long roto too, if he plays 130 games, you're still good. I mean George yeah. Springer is an elite producer. Edwin Diaz goes after, then George, uh, then Giancarlo Stanton goes next, which puts me up for 610. Adalberto Mondesi is still on the Mondesi. board. Does that surprise you guys? No, because he's not guaranteed anything. I mean, the team literally ownership came out and said, like, we can't even count on him for 100 games in a season. They openly said that last year. You've also got Bobby Witt coming up. You've got Nicky Lopez, who's established himself, Witt, who can play second base. There's no guarantees that Alberto Mondesi is a 160 game, uh, 160 game type of player anymore. And that's what worries me. And that's why I moved off of him, because I could use some stolen bases. I'm not in dire straits for it, but I could use some. But it, I think he's risky still. Yeah, I agree. All right, you mentioned before, Welsh, about not liking third base, and it is very tricky. I'm going to go ahead and play a little safe here. You went for risk in this round before. I'm going to go for a little safety. Uh, so give me uh, a little safe Nolan Arenado. Uh, still the power's there. 
I was kind of hoping bit. he would fall, but it, I didn't. Yeah, well, it. I mean, look, I just couldn't let it go anymore. I think yeah. that's that's where I was. And I could you have guys, taken a little bit more risk there. There's yeah. certainly else. You know, look at that. Uh, the last pick in the sixth yeah. round. Bobby, yeah, well, Mr. Let's Robert talk about Witt Jr. Well, let's talk. So Kevin Gossman goes next. That was the other player I was looking at, but there's a few other pitchers that I like. Then Bobby Witt goes at 612, and Carlos Rodon starts the seven. Welsh, you're a prospect guru, so Bobby Witt is this too high for Bobby Witt or is this, Hey, if you want to get him on your roster, be aggressive. Listen, I love, I love Bobby Witt. Um, I, I think he's going to, I think when out of all the dust settles, I think MLB mm-hmm. is going to have agreement where the service time manipulation is gone and Bobby Witt's going to break camp. I think he'll probably play third base. I, I'm not the biggest lover of rookies in their first year because I think there's growing pain type of stuff. I do think he can be a 2020 guy, but I think the average can go up and down. I just say people are paying the premium stuff again. And I think right. it's a little crazy premium because there are some great shortstops that are still on the board. You know, there's still Carlos Correa. Um, I mean, fantasy pros is being very nice about a lot of position eligibility. They've got like a tell Marte there, which he's not going to qualify in most places. Uh, but there's Jorge Polanco and stuff like that. So I don't know. I think it's a little bit of a reach. I don't particularly love it. Uh, but I'm also, I got to tell you, I'm not the biggest fan of like Franco uh, going that high either. We actually just did a player debate about it. But what do you got? Joe? Well, I uh, I'm good with Wander Franco going there. Uh, I'm going to take my <sighs> risk here, which is a pitcher that I absolutely love. Uh, so we'll get to the rest of these picks here. So after Bobby Witt, who, by the way, if I'm going to throw a comp on Bobby Witt stylistically, especially the way he hits the opposite oh. field. It's very young David Wright for me. That's what he looks like to me. David Wright was a very polished hitter when he came up to the big leagues. I felt like the same thing is going to happen with Bobby Witt. He's going to contribute from day one. I just think, and you're right. We saw Kellenick. We saw some of these guys come up that were can't miss. And there's always struggles most of the time. Witt feels a little different, a little safer. I mean, Wanda Franco didn't miss. He didn't miss hardly anything. Carlos Rodon, 7-1. Then Brandon Lau at 7-2. I took uh, Rodgers over at 3 in Miami. So I've got two guys now, Trevor Rodgers and Sandy Alcantara, as my starting pitchers in this. But you know what? If I'm going to have two Marlins guys, these are the Marlins I want. Uh, I was just blown away by this kid last year. And I think we could see that increase limit to somewhere around the 165 inning pitch range and he could be a very special pitcher logan webb then jazz chisholm go next right before you at 706 welsh jazz was the guy i wanted jazz oh really that, that was, was the guy i thought that I was who i to took you. the risk uh, on no, i wanted jazz chisholm coming back really bad and that <laughs> Ooh, one pick in front of you too that burns it's happened multiple times i got a couple guys i want here i'm a see i'm now i'm looking at second base and you know there, there's some depth here India right. is a player that I was looking at before I took Rogers seriously. Right. And here's what we're going to do. We're actually going to go a buyback. We're going to play buyback on Christian Yelich. Okay. Ooh, all which right. I don't you know, mind that there. There's a good question too. Let, let's talk about Yelich before we go to the rest of the picks in this round. And then Bogman for the two. If you have a, a draft that's really gone your way, a seventh round selection on Christian Yelich is absolutely potentially a league winner. And I don't think if it bottoms out, it's going to be a league killer. Would you agree with that sentiment? Yeah, no. And, and that's a, that'd be the same sentiment I have about Cody Bellinger. I was also mm-hmm. thinking Cody Bellinger. I couldn't take both of them. I almost right. took Bellinger there. So Yelich over Bellinger for you, if you're going to take that. I mean, mm-hmm. on this roster construction, I think so. I mean, I, I think one of the biggest worries I have, which I'm a little bit gun shy, which I actually could have maybe um, dealt with it a little bit more was batting average, but also injury-based stuff. I, I think even though both of these guys are injury-prone, I think you know Bellinger might be a little bit more of a worry with how much he's tanking, and I just didn't want to take my batting average. So I went with Yelich to take some risks, but also the next couple picks just absolutely murdered everything I was thinking about doing. I almost took Cattell Marte for that second-base stuff. So mm-hmm. 
that the draft wizard is starting to uh it's starting to start to whiz on you basically yeah, starting to, uh, yeah, yeah. so yeah. after yelich and jose abreu went seven seven so you took yelich over one of the safest players maybe in major league baseball and jose abreu mondesi then goes uh seven eight which again you could feel this is the risk round here Ketel Marte, then Cody Bellinger goes, Carlos Correa goes, and then Bogman, you are up for 712 and 801. Yeah, I am. Uh, uh, my first pick was Max Freed. Uh, I just need another starting pitcher to pair with Robbie Ray. And then I have, you know, Shohei, who will get me some innings here, too. And I'm debating between a second baseman and a third baseman. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and I'm take my second baseman here. I'm going to take Jorge Polanco, get me some batting average. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he showed off the power last year as well. Plus, he'll throw me in some more stolen bases. So I'm uh, continuing to pile that on with Witt and Otani. So um, that is who I'm going to go ahead and take care of. Always been a fan of Polanco. Love the value there. And speaking of value, a lot of it's coming at you in the next round here because Iglesias goes right after a very nice value there at 802. Uh, DJ LeMayu. After a down year, 803, it feels about right, uh, but I don't, like it. I don't like it either, Welsh. I'm glad you said it before. Uh, I don't like I it could. at all. Well, I because, think it's too early still from what I saw last year. Well, because I got a guy that I'm dodging. Um, mm -hmm. Winker, Montes, and, and Brios went right after that leading up to me. Brios is someone I was looking at, mm -hmm. but I've got my eyes on a couple of pitchers. I was sweating when I took um, Yelich there because the second baseman, the reason I didn't take Marte was Jonathan India was still on the board. And when Bogman said, well, I'm going to take my second baseman, I went, oh, no. That's who I thought he was going with, too. I thought I was going to take India. And I'm taking Jonathan India, who, you know, if you look at the roster construction just real quick of one thing I've done where you don't get the elite stolen bases, you know, you want to collect them. I've got a collection of multi-stolen base guys of 10-plus. You've got India. You've got Machado. You've got Buxton. You've got Springer. You've got Yelich. i got five guys right now mm -hmm. that are all having decent average, good power. These are five-category players. The biggest albatross of batting average right now is probably Christian Yelich, which is wild to right. think about. And yeah. I've got two aces. I love this roster construction right now. And the only infield position I haven't filled is shortstop, which is the deepest. Yeah, it, it is the deepest, but... There's one thing we learn every single year, whatever position looks like the deepest on paper going in, it ends up being the thinness because injuries and bad perform every single year. It seems to happen. We to get us. too cocky. We get too cocky well, we about get, the position. Yeah, probably maybe to a certain extent. So now it's a matter of, do I want to go for saves or do I want to go for steals? And I think I'm going to go for steals. I think I am. I think I'm going to take a guy who's going to qualify pretty much everywhere. Uh, and it's Tommy Edmonds. So Ooh, that's a great pick. Tommy Edmond there who I can float around. I'm going to stick him at second base. So now oh. the infield right now is Tommy Edmond. Uh, it said slight reach there. It gave me the grumpy face emoji. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever draft wizard, uh, Wander Franco, Nolan Arenado, Tommy Edmond make up my infield right now. I feel pretty good about that grouping. Uh, after I go ahead and take Tommy Edmond. And by the way, just for the record, India is the guy I wanted. Welsh took him from me. After India went Ryan Mountcastle, another player I was looking at, Brian Reynolds. I took Edmund. Then Nelson Cruz, still a free agent, going 8-11, 8-12. Dylan Cease put up a fine season last year. Then the Franimal went next, 9-1. Jared Walsh went right before me. Another guy that I wanted desperately on the roster. Uh, I'm a big Jared Walsh guy. Are you a fan of Walsh? I know he hasn't quite put that entire season together, but I feel like this is that last chance we get to buy him off that Walsh. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I like Jared. I think he he kind of sits in this category of, you know, where you remember you were talking about Jose Abreu. You know, oh, mm -hmm. you pay up for Jose Abreu. You can get Jared Walsh, which I don't think is that much step, much of a step down, like two or three rounds later. And he's kind of sitting in that like Reese Hoskins range. I think he's a great corner infield piece. Or if you bombed out on first and you're focusing on other spots, he's a great target. Uh, I will tell you, though, Dylan Cease was the guy that I wanted very badly coming back. 
So yeah. that 812 spot really uh, pulled the rug under me and I got to reestablish what I'm going to do here. What are you doing? I'm going to take uh, the player who was my favorite sleeper last year at the end of the year. And oh. boy, did he over deliver. Give me Mitch Hanniger here. Uh, another Ooh. outfielder. Yeah, 903 here. So that's my risk pick. Thump. Uh, dude, boy's got a lot of thump in that bat. And now Soto, Rosarena, Mitch Hanniger. That's the outfield. I got two outfield spots left. The corner spots uh, left there to fill out. Um, there's an extra infield spot here. You'll see on that. That is a, that is incorrect. So just don't get thrown off by that guys. But, oh, I see that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've just realized that now in the setup, but look, no matter we soldier on, think of it as a utility spot. That's the best way I could say. So two okay. utilities, forget that second infield. It should be a second utility spot. So we'll keep soldiering on, uh, Mitch Hanniger, Charlie Morton, Justin Verlander go next Verlander. Interesting selection in the ninth round. Well, you think that. That's the time to take the risk on on Verlander. Would you wait a little bit longer? No, nope, that was it because he was on my short list of players okay. that I was looking at. Absolutely. I mean, I wanted Cease and I was looking at him. I think there's some good young pitchers that are sitting out there that um, you can jump into. But I'm also looking at the closer market right now. Mm -hmm. And the ECR <laughs> definitely wants me to go roll this Chapman. I passed but. on him. I had the opportunity and I didn't do it. But NFBC really loves Emmanuel Class A, and mm -hmm. I kind of like Emmanuel Class A. And you got Ryan Presley. Ooh, all of them are there. So I does am, that mean you should wait and not uh, take any of them? That, well, that's an interesting. Yeah, I mean you could, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take uh, Emmanuel Class A. I'm gonna go on that side. I'm gonna see that was my logic. On, my yeah, logic was Chapman wait a little bit. because I thought, well, I've got four or five guys here I feel okay about. Let me see if I can play the waiting game well, with him. So you Presley got, went. Uh, yeah. after a little bit after here i know you're going to go through them so it's the waiting game is getting a little dangerous it is it is uh class a goes then blake snell austin meadows <sighs> chris bryant at 9-9 you darvish at 9-10 i guarantee you bogman was contemplating you darvish <laughs> I, 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 I was thinking a little bit uh, well, I, just I, a little I, bit and the ninth round how do you not say well yeah. you know all things being equal i'll take a shot on you darvish over a couple of other guys who've never thrown 100 innings in their career right so <laughs> th this is um this is a good spot because I know exactly who I want for one because I kind of waited on that third baseman and I was like, all right, I just want one of Bryant or Rendon to fall to me. And Bryant went three picks ahead of me. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm glad that I can at least get Rendon here. I love him on the buyback. I think this is a great spot for him. Plus, you know, I've drafted a couple of questionable uh, average guys. So Rendon is definitely going to help me there. Uh, my second pick uh, is a little more difficult because like Welsh said, I, I, there's a couple of relievers here, but there's a couple of starters mm -hmm. that I like as well. So um, I think I'm just going to go ahead and pick up. Um, uh, let me see if he comes back up. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and pick up Chapman. And that way I have my good one, two punch of closers here. So um, yeah, I, I, I like getting another closer here. They're starting to go. Welsh just took one. Ryan Presley went. Mm -hmm. So I think we're going to get a big block of them going in the next round or two. And because I'm on the wheel, I got to get them now. Yeah, oh, it's definitely the point for you to get them for sure. Anthony Rendon and Chapman to Bogman. Then after that, Alec Manoa, who is in my queue. Now he's not because he's on Team 11. At 10.03, Ty France goes. Lance McCullers, another guy that I had circled. Sean Mania at 10.05. Uh, then Blake Trinan at 10.06. 10.07 is the Welsh. Well, I've got, I got a couple guys that I'm looking at here and this is making it very difficult. Uh, <laughs> I got a hitter. I got a pitcher. 
but I'm very cognizant of where I'm at in this 10th round after taking a closer. There's still some decent closers here, and they're starting to go. And I know Joey is probably looking at them too. Uh, I am gonna I'm gonna get two solid closers. I, I don't like okay. to overpay for them, and I think what you know, at least this side on Fantasy Pros has showed us on on the Draft Wizard is that you know we can get some deals. I do think come draft day, it's not gonna be as easy, so I may not have this. But when I see Jordan Romano still out there, I'm gonna take Jordan Romano, and I'm gonna have Romano in Class A, which I think is a very very good spot for a couple closers. And another one just went. Or no, I'm sorry, that was catcher Will Smith, not the closer version. So, Joe, I leave you with a, the uh, closer option if you want to dip your toe into well, who's the, the best Will Smith or the unsigned Kenley Jansons. That was my question. Do you go with the unsigned Kenley Jansen or do you go with Will Smith if you had to? Ooh, I, I kind of – well, I'd even look at maybe Gallegos, though. Gallegos, I think, is the high, uh, he's right under Will Smith. 8% mm-hmm. on your experts want Will Smith, so maybe there. But Gallegos is another guy that looks like he's going to be given the job they might stretch Alex Reyes out and the Cardinals are going to win games, but um, I don't know. I probably lean Will Smith to be honest with you because the amount of games that Atlanta's going to win. Yeah. Uh, certainly something to consider. Instead, I won't consider a closer because it's me. <laughs> it's Joey B and I'm just going to stay on brand because I'll find a million of them later and it's going to hurt my draft grade, but I'm not here to win the draft grade. I'm here to help people win their leagues. That's what I'm here for. You Do like it, that? Joe. I've been do so. Give me a Reese Hoskins. Cause I need a first base. Ah. Here. I need some pop. So go ahead there. Will Smith then, of course, goes with Sonny Gray in the next two picks. Uh, Shane McClanahan uh, one of Shane. Our, goes Damn. next there, 101. Then Eugenio Suarez at 11.02, which means Kenley Jansen made it back to me. So now I will take Kenley Jansen here. And uh, that was oh. the plan. And it actually worked for me for a change. There Clayton goes Kershaw goes next. So Kershaw goes. Zach Gallen goes Ooh. two really good upside pitchers there oh, in the 11th round. Welsh, that's some good value <laughs> if one of those guys works out. Uh, gallon. I want a gallon. I 100% want a gallon. So Gallon over Kershaw, because I know in the past you've been that oh, guy yeah. who's gone back to Kershaw, but now it's a Gallon you would take over him. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, Kershaw's um, future is kind of uncertain right now. And, mm-hmm. you know, you just continuously not being able to to jump on into games and, you know, stay in 200 innings. I mean, that's not that's not even in question anymore. I love Kershaw. And, and I would say pound for pound, the innings you get out of Kershaw, they're elite-ish. So, you know, mm-hmm. you can make the arguments. He's like, it's like the Byron Buxton type of guy. It's like, or a Mondesi. You know, if you get 100 of them and he gets all the stolen bases, like <laughs> he's going to do great for you. But the question is how much. Gallon. You know, Diamondbacks, it's not a great spot, but he's a quality starts monster. I really wanted him. So I'm going to pivot because the one guy that's still on my queue and I think is a crazy deal right now, it's pretty dumb. And he's going to give me roster flexibility and I could put him at corner infield. I'm going to take Max Muncy. Max no, Muncy's 17% say I should go there. There's big power and he works great into roster construction. So I'm uh, very excited that he's still there. No, I think that's an excellent pick. The Muncie has uh, been very steady here, and I think that's a even though he's got some injury stuff, though. That's well, the only thing, though. They, they, there's does. a big question about his playing time for the year, but it's also so. a big discount. Eleventh round for Muncie, who was a yeah. player you would see go what the sixth or seventh last year in drafts. I think that's pretty good. I'm he had a risk, though. Yeah, well, look, I mean, we're in the eleventh round. You got to take some risk. Ian Anderson, eleven oh seven. Ian Hap. 1108, not someone named Ian at 1109. It's Pablo Lopez. Then Justin Turner, speaking of injuries, and then CJ Crone at 1111. So Bogman, make a wish here at 1112. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wanted uh, I wanted Pablo pretty bad. So that is upsetting. But uh, I know one of them uh, is 
you know, I, I've taken some good batting average here so I can take a risk on some crappy batting average and just so much thump. Give me Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo I was waiting for one of you two stooges to do it. I knew somebody was <laughs> going to take Joey Gallo. I had him I in mean, the queue. I mean, 20 homers, for... dude. Might have, might have been a better play for me with the with the Muncie injury. I think I, I got a little excited about Muncie being out there, and I was putting his injury a little bit of a side, but that, that's a serious one that could have some implications. Gallo might have been a better move for me, too. It's a, it's a good pick, Boggs. Muncie might have been a little bit of a mistake on mine. Well, right, you're so, a lifelong Dodger fan, right. so you know, <laughs> no one's going to blame you for taking your guy. Oh, uh, this is where the draft gets ugly, boys and girls. This is where it gets ugly. So, Bogman, Gallo's your one pick there at 11. You start the 12th round, and how are you starting it? I'm going to start it off w- with our boy, Joe, Eduardo Rodriguez. I know he's going ah, to Detroit. Yes. Not yeah, the best spot good. to land in terms of wins, but uh, I-, I like what they're doing over there, and uh, Eduardo's still a stud. So I'm going to go ahead and pick him up and add a starting pitcher here. I think that's a terrific value there. You're right. Uh, He is in Detroit, but that's only going to make him cheaper. So uh, why not give that uh, an opportunity there after Bogman makes his selections. The draft wizard does his thing. Dalton Varsho, then Garcia goes at 12-3, 12-4 is Conforto. Then Tyler Molly at uh, 12-05, Yoan Moncada at 12-06, 12-07. You are now up, Welsh. Man, this is killing me. I, Tyler Molly was going to be the pick. I'm, I One thing I don't like what I'm doing right now is I went really hard in the paint on my aces, and then I got some relievers, and I've just kind of like like systematically through this been like, oh, my guy kind of went. I'll try to get this next guy in this next round. And I think that's a little bit of a mistake because I really would have loved like a Pablo Lopez to be like my third pitcher here. So now I'm going to go into a spot where I don't know if I'm going to absolutely love my third pitcher. Um, I like some of these options just as a number three. Man, I don't know. Um, I am going to, because Boz went and Molly went. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at a, a couple, I don't know, old duddies here in Eovaldi <laughs> and Bassett. And I think well, I'm going to pull the trigger on. Shane Boz did not go yet. No, he did, didn't he? I don't think so. I could be wrong. Is he not in RP? He just went away from my list. Maybe oh, perhaps he did. And I, I apologize. I, didn't I had him at the, it went at the, Oh no, he went right after me. So I just, yeah, whatever reason, the list like made him disappear. So mm. eh, Boz, I might've taken, but I like Eovaldi. I think they're in the same tier. So, all right. So Eovaldi, then Boz, then Rosario is back to me. So I do have that third starting pitcher. I do have Rogers as my three. The question is, what do I want to do? And I want to have some fun. I want to have some strikeouts. I want Michael Kopech. Let's go. Let's do it. I want to take some Michael Kopech there. Uh, Again, slight reach. I got the Debbie Downer emoji. Once again, there was a hundred (laughs) percent chance. He makes it back to me. Draft wizard. Where are these emojis? I'm not seeing bottom right hand corner. In the bottom right corner, every now and then you either get a slight reach or you get a good pick. Thumbs up. I got I got a thumbs up for Eduardo Rodriguez. So no, I didn't see them. I I wonder what it thinks of. All right. So after Michael Kopech, Trent Grisham goes, Dansby Swanson goes, then Alex Verdugo starts the 13th round of 1302. Uh, Jay Cronenworth, the 1302, uh, 13, excuse me, 01 is Verdugo, 1302 is Cronenworth, which puts me back on the clock. And you know what? I mean, again, I'm just this is the Mia Culpa from last year. I'm going to go ahead and take Joey Votto here and just stick Joey Votto for, you know, a 270 average and <laughs> 25 to 30 home runs and be boring and whatever. Speaking of boring, Michael Brantley, another one of my favorite boring players. 1304, Josh Bell, 1305. Welsh, you are on the clock. Looking at a couple things here. What what overall pick are we at? We're at 150, huh? That's right. Well, I 
you know, you got to take some. I'm not, I'm the top some suggested risk. players on the board, Welsh, are Chris Bassett as the top yep. lift. Then you have Adolis Garcia off that uh, impressive power season. He's projected for 29 homers and 14 steals. Gallegos, who you talked about before. And then uh, Scott Bogman's favorite player on the planet, Mark Melanson. Uh, it was the fifth there. Oh. I'm going to go so off for this. Maybe this will give me a little thumbs downy here, but um, you know, this is a, this is, this is a risk. I don't like buying players on their rookie year. Um, I'm a little bit dicey on rookies that are awesome and you pay premiums in their sophomore year, but there's definitely something about high premium prospects that struggle in their first year that come at a cheaper cost. And this is the cheapest. This is pick 150. This guy's ADP is more than two rounds higher in NFBC mm. drafts. I'm going to get my fourth outfielder and I'm going to pick up some Jared Kelman. Hey, why not? I mean, I think that's a terrific. I'm looking for a thumb or a. You have thing. got some. Uh, you've got some <laughs> boomer bust in this team here that's with Yelich like and do him it sometimes. for sure. Well, that, that's also, you know, was it just a of... middle finger Welsh? Is that the emoji? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it did. It did, it did. I didn't see which finger it was, but it probably wasn't a great one. <laughs> Definitely the, a finger. Know, <clears throat> these are mock drafts. You should play around with this stuff. Like, I'm going to come out of this, and am I going to like love this hands down? No, you know, like. Yelich, Springer, Buxton, Kelnick. Boy, do I have some volatility. The Muncie thing is kind of irking me a little bit. I do like my pitching staff up until I kind of bought. I mean, this is why you do these experiments. And, you know, people that come on and be like, oh, I hate this pick or hate that. It's like, okay, good. I mean, this is this is the process. This is why this is right. so great. You guys get right. to see us go through it. And I can tell you like, oh, you know, here's some stuff. I probably would want to mitigate a little bit of the injury risk. Mm -hmm. I have great batting average to go with a guy like Jared Kelnick that holds it back. But a little mistake I look at is like mm, having an injured Muncie who could miss some time with a Kelnick. That's a little bit risky on the offense. You'd want to have a little bit more pitching. So I, I can recognize it, but I'm getting some great values, and that's what I'm liking about this. You've done an excellent job also setting oh, us all up and setting the standard for a nice C-plus grade and explaining it away. So good job <laughs> exactly. by Welch. Getting do we get, a, do we get a, a report card after this? Oh, oh yeah, we get a report card. We get the stats. going to be glorious. We need to see all the bells and whistles we got here on this Let's bad go. boy. Guriel, 1307. Chapman, 1308. After that pick, then uh, Kyle Hendricks at 1309, Trey Mancini at 1310, Chris Taylor 1311. Bogman, you are up at the 1314 turn. Yeah, uh, one of these picks I'm going to take uh, Adolis Garcia. Once again, I've been uh, pretty solid in my batting average, so uh, I know he's a bit of a risk, and adding him with Gallo is a little questionable, but I have so much power on this team now with Otani, Garcia, Gallo, Alonzo, and I have some guys to balance out my uh, average here in uh, Mookie and Polanco and Rendon and Witt. So I'm sitting okay there. And now I'm just going to take a boring pitcher hmm. to just keep adding these pitchers because Chris Bassett, uh, I mean, the Wizard has wanted me to take Chris Bassett for like the last six rounds. He is one of my favorite players too. But uh, um, I just wanted to wait on him because he doesn't have the strikeout upside of some of these other guys. But I have strikeouts in Robbie Ray and Freed and Eduardo. So I'll go ahead and snap up Bassett here. So a risky pick on the hitting side and a safer pick on the pitching side here for me. Now, looking ahead, I'm actually right now in the projections, number one in runs. And at the end of the day, I mean, isn't yeah. that what it's all about, right? Scoring runs. Isn't that what baseball is about at the end of the day? Kind of interesting. Right. I love this about Where the Wizard, too. Yeah, it's in the top. categories. Uh, at the top, if you click on that, uh, you can see where your projections are as you're doing the draft mm -hmm. and actually tell you how far you are away in certain categories in terms of like, well, you're really you're not very good here. Or you are very good there. Which, how fun like, is that? Again, Look at draft that. wizard, super fun. And not just because of the different fingers it shows you. Uh, so Bogman <laughs> takes Garcia and pass it to tremendous values there at 13, 14 turn. 
Uh, Brennan Rogers goes at 14. Really good pick there by the Wizard. Then you have Anthony Rizzo. Uh, my, how the mighty have fallen there. Anthony Rizzo, a 14th round selection. My goodness. Uh, and then you've got Adam Duvall. You've got uh, Avisail Garcia. So all the Garcias going here uh, off the board. Kyle Schwarber, also a free agent for now. Marcus Stroman was your pick, Welsh, at 1407. Love me some Marcus Stroman. Uh, definitely one of my targets. There's some young pitchers out there. I've obviously been taking a whole lot of risk. If I'm going to take offensive risk, the thing I'd like to probably do is have a really hardcore um, floored out pitching staff that obviously has mm-hmm. upside. I've got the saves already. I add Stroman in, who I think is a great source of wins. I've got two. Um, I mean, you know, I think he's a deep, he's a deep, deep innings type of guy. Strikeouts aren't through the roof. But I'm going to probably have more boring pitchers where, you know, could I have reached for a Logan Gilbert? Eh, you know, sophomore pitcher. I think I'm going to go boring on that side to make up for some of that inherent risk I put into my offense. Fair enough. Uh, Look who is still around, by the way. Giovanni Gallego. So I'll go ahead and take him after Stroman goes Austin Hayes, then uh, Loriano. I will take Gallegos. And finally, I got a thumb. So that's a positive figure. Value (laughs) pick. Experts like rank Giovanni Gallegos A at 151 overall. He's got two thumbs and Giovanni Gallegos. Joe <laughs> Pizzapia. Hey, as long as he keeps all his fingers intact, throwing the, the baseball, we're good. Joe Adele, 1411. Remember Joe Hello. Adele? Remember? Uh, yeah, Willie Adams at 1412. Jorge Soler at 1501, starting the 15th round. Then Wilson Contreras, catcher, goes off the board, which goes back to me so I could continue to boost saves. But I'm not going to. Instead, I'm going to go ahead and take a player that I absolutely thought had a great year last year. I love the ballpark he's gone to, and it's Hunter Renfro. No, not the wide receiver from the uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders. No, 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 no. It is the the hitter. And I oh back to back thumbs. So now I've got two thumbs. Look at all those back to back from the draft wizard. My goodness, uh, the draft wizard's happy with me. So Juan Soto. Mitch Hanniger, Randy Rosarena, and Hunter Renfro is my outfield. I've got one outfield spot left, the two utilities, and the middle infield spot left. I've got three pitcher spots, and then we've got the bench. So after I took Renfro, Torres goes of the Yankees, Glaber Torres off the board, Gilbert just before uh, the Welsh. Uh, so, Welsh, you are up for 1506. Who is next? Yeah, I, I mean, here's one thing I have definitely bombed out on was shortstop. Uh, when I, and th- this is a classic thing that well, happens said, to me, especially so in early. You actually yeah, said I, those I do words. this. And and you do these early drafts and you kind of ex- experiment with these type of things. And, and I'll tend to have like, oh, this is a spot I feel really good about. And then push comes to shove. I'm like, oh, well, everybody took all the guys. So I don't love all of them. There's a couple options out there, but I'm not, I'm just, I'm really not in love with a whole lot of anything that's out there right now. <laughs> this is the tough but part about deeper leagues. This is what I am going to do. Um, th- again, I have a lot of roster flexibility, which is nice, especially according to, you know, fantasy pros side here. I've already got two guys that qualify at third base. Manny Machado qualifies at shortstop in this. So I'm going to just play around. And I think this is just a great deal around 174. I'm going to buy back in and take key Brian Hayes. So okay. I can uh, I slot love key that. Brian. Yeah, I can slot that, that key Brian Hayes in wherever I want. Thumbs up, right? That's got to be a value. Oh, it did. Oh, there it is. Yeah, look there at that. There it is. See, I know hey, the there wizard. It is. I know the wizard. Mike Clevenger also <laughs> looking for a bounce back. 1507. Then after Clevenger goes, Yuli Gurriel, 1508, Craig Kimbrell, 1509, Dylan Carlson, 1510, Herman Marquez, who I was contemplating for the strikeouts, but I just can't get past the yeah. Colorado part. I wish he would get traded finally, but who knows? Maybe this was the year. Bogman is up for the round 15, round 16 turn. Man, I want a Gurriel pretty bad. So that is upsetting that he went there. Um, I'm going okay. to take at least one more starter here. 
and I can't decide between which one it's going to be. Uh, all right. I'm going to do this for one. Our boy John talked about Ranger Suarez. God so dang, I, dude. Sorry, <laughs> I, I was like sitting here like I'm going to get Ranger Suarez coming back. So give me the Ranger Suarez 411 here. What, what are the well, boys well, saying about? Well, we just did. We did an episode with um, uh, John Legazy, MLB mm-hmm. Moving Averages. Shout out to John. Uh, a couple weeks ago, if they want to check it on in, in this league fantasy uh, baseball podcast. And he gave some, you know, some really, really good underlining stuff. The big thing with Ranger Suarez was the sustainability, you know, because he kind of mm-hmm. popped out of nowhere, but it was the sustainability with a lot of his stuff and how he was controlling his pitches. And um, it's a buyback in and at pick 180, it's just a really good deal on him uh, with an insane second half that he had. And you guys can go check that out. But I was really hoping to get him because he would have been a great fifth pitcher to put into my rotation. But Boggs had to go be all annoying. <laughs> Boggs, you're up next year. Yeah, I'm uh, this one's tough for me. Uh, I'm going to take a guy that is a little bit down the board here, but he's I know he's just going to help me with batting average as he improved last season, moving from uh, Boston to Kansas City. Give me Andrew Benintendi at this point. So uh, Benintendi is going to be my second guy. Help me out with the average because I have guys like Gallo and Garcia. You know, did it give you um, a thumbs down when you did that? Uh, hasn't given me anything yet, but I will. I will report back on my symbol. If I, I want a, a full report on any and all emojis that the that you are given here at any given time. All right, uh, let's go through the rest of the list here. After Benintendi goes to Bogman, Andrew Vaughn at sixteen oh two, Yasmani Grandal sixteen oh three, Romil Tapia at sixteen oh four, then Gene Segura, Hyunjin Ryu, and the Welsh for sixteen oh seven. Well, um, Ranger was going to be the pick. I think there's some solid pitchers out there. I'm just not sure there's anybody that I love. I will point out that you've got three, uh, oh no, only two RP spots. It just moved my uh, Jordan Romano off of there. So we don't need more closers. But if you want to, you know, shore up some ratios, I think last I looked, well, I guess I moved down a little bit. I was number one in projected whip on this and it moved down a little bit. Um, got a couple guys i'm looking at guys i just don't love a lot of these players can we go backwards <laughs> All right. you know while you're thinking and this is box you and i can talk about this while welsh makes his pick here. I, i've got yeah i've got my guys. Do you, guys go ahead do you feel like at this point in time too that you know for the for the fun aspect of fantasy baseball bringing that more into things that we should maybe go to more utility spots get away from the corner infield spots uh maybe pare down pitching a little bit you know maybe make rosters even in a 12 team league a little shorter as opposed to, you know, trying to run the table all the way into the ground uh, and having to use all these utility guys and these spot starter guys or these specialists. What do you think? Well, that just it really depends on how you want your league to work. Do you want the draft to be more important or do you want to be pickups to, to be more important? Uh, for me, I kind of like the way we've done it. I like the CIMI. Uh, I like the, the five outfielders. I actually kind of like in my home leagues, I would adjust one less outfielder, one more utility. So I do two utilities and four outfielders instead to kind of give you one extra guy who could just be from anywhere. Uh, but um, I, I think I'm okay with the structure for most, for the most part. All right. Fair Sounds enough. like you want to, you want to update no, it though, Joe. No, it's not that it's not, I, I don't think it's necessary to always go with the standard. And that's something okay. I'm just trying to get people to understand is, you know, if you're getting into a point where like, well, said, boy, this board gets gross after a while. Well, after 16 rounds, maybe you change the structure of how you play. Maybe maybe a little bit. Maybe you don't go as deep in terms of what the active lineups are. And it's just, a, again, it's a different 
thought process looking at. I'm going to look for a little starting pitching depth here. I'm going to go ahead with uh, Tariq Skubal here and uh, just get another starting pitcher. Uh, so time. taking him off the board, I no, think it said slight reach. So once again, I'm back to Debbie Downer faces, but uh, whatever. Yeah, I but mean, his I think ECR that's is 178. You're picking 190. So you're I know. A deal according to the I ECR. know. Uh, they don't care. The wizard doesn't like to be too supportive of me. Just enough. Like Doctor uh, Strange. Doctor Strange is exactly. like, get out of here, kid. Kinder <laughs> Falefa goes after that. Then uh, Casey Mize, uh, Alec uh, Bohm goes after that. Then we have uh, Zach Plesak off the board, which now it's about how much risk do I want to take? That is the question. Oh, my goodness. I kind of want to go more pitching here. There's something about the, the pitching situation where I just I feel like I can't get enough. Uh, it's a tough board here, as you're saying, Welsh. It's trying to figure that out. I think we're going to want another pick there where it's just power and speed. Give me Robbie Grossman. Let's see if we can have another 2020 season. Let's get this. All the Tigers on Joey P's team right now. Value pick, though. So now it's stroking my ego yet again. Jose Urquidy goes after that at 1704, then Marcelo Zuna at 17.5, which puts Welsh on the clock for 1706. Boy, uh, the pitching. There's mm, words the pitching. for the pitching. Yeah, that's yeah. why I took Scooble. I was like, well, I could just go ahead and take him. There's Unless you're going to take a shot on somebody here. There's words I would use for the pitching, but this is a family show. Okay. So I'm not going to. Yeah, I don't love where we're sitting at. I don't blame you for jumping in where you did. Uh, I'm trying to see are there values. I mean, Arkady was just, of course, someone I was taking a look at. Uh, and, of course, he went. Let me look here. Is, is there a search function for the pitchers? Where can I search? Up top, the search players. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, let's do this. Bogman knows how to work the wizard. That's what Apparently it's Apparently I don't. Uh, this is, this is going to look like done. a reach according to this, but right around the 200 spot, I'm going to go with Boston's Tanner Houck. So it's okay. probably going to give me a okay. thumbs down. Uh, ooh, reach alert. It said there's an 84% chance that he would have been available two rounds from now. Maybe so. Whoa, Maybe so. Goodness. But I, I didn't love any of the pitchers that any, were out there. But you know what? Is there buyers or more? So you just want to get your guy, right? No, I think I want – at this point, I want to get my guy. Like, I think there's a couple really interesting names that have inning, innings pitch concerns, guys like Noah Syndergaard and Luis Severino. Uh, Aaron Savale is a major question mark. And I think there's just a bunch of old duddies that are out there. So if I'm mm -hmm. going to take a young guy with upside to be in the rotation for the year with strikeouts, Tanner Houck uh, has got some really, really good stuff. So I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. Getting my guy. I look some of those, one of those names that you just mentioned too, is going to hit. We'll just have to see which one miles straw. Then Jesus Aguilar after that, Alex Wood goes, Mark Melanson goes, Kyle Lewis, and now Bogman up for the 17, 18 turn. Uh, I'm going to take Camilo Duvall for one of my picks. I think he might be an underrated closer. He's got great stuff. Uh, Giants could win a bunch of games again. I'm actually going to pair him with another Giant and uh, take my, my actually my starting shortstop here and go with Brandon Crawford because I need some batting mm -hmm. average, and he is definitely going to help me in that category. So uh, double tap some Giants here with Duvall and Brandon Crawford. All right, so Duvall and Crawford go to Bogman. After that, Scope goes off the board at 1802, then Steven Strasburg, 1803, which I got to say, I was going to pull the trigger here in 18th round. I was like, Let, let's take a shot, see what happens. 1804 is Josh Donaldson, Mark Kana, who newly of the New York Mets now, 1805, Aaron Savali, 1806. Welsh, you are on I the I thought 1806 was a new show on Paramount. It, it is, is right? uh, but, you, you know, it's it's one of those things. You know, you got to get the free trial, then you got to do it for wow. 30 days, you got to remember to cancel it. It's a whole thing. 
It's a whole yeah. thing. Oh, it's got to get a good friend to get that login, right? Yeah, That's yeah. 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 Welsh is like, I just got to wait for a login from Bachman. That's what logins I Logins for that. I do have the Paramount Network. What do we got, Welsh at 1807? All right. Uh, you know, I'm I'm looking across the board here. I, I'm kind of in the same pitching front, and I think I'm going to go, again, off of the ECR, and it's probably not going to like it, but I'm going to go with um, another guy that I'm actually going to stay in the AL East, I suppose, with it. Uh, I'm going to go with Jordan Montgomery. I think right at the 200 marker, strikeouts, wins. Um, as far as the projections go, it wants me to pick up a little bit on the pitching side. And I think it, yeah, it gave me another reach marker on that. But you know what? If I'm going to take a reach, it's fine on the uh, starting pitchers because, you know, does it want me to take Yusei Kikuchi? I'm okay. I'm okay. Steven Matz, I- I'm okay taking some of these younger guys that are primed for some um, some strikeout breakouts. All right. Uh, comes up to me next here. And these names on the board, we got Severino, Wainwright, Steven Matz, Syndergaard. Would you take a shot on any of these guys, Welsh? Uh, name them again? Cindergard, Adam Wainwright. Uh, I've been looking at Cindergard. I'm I'm really excited about him. I don't want to pay big prices on him, but now that we're in the 200s, I mean, to be fair, like if he were to fall back, I probably would take him coming back. Yeah, well, uh, that would be that's, a guy I would take a shot at. He was the top of mind too, and I love these guys on the one year show me deal. So I'm gonna take a shot on Cindergard here because yeah. I mean they're desperate for pitching. And may again, slight reach alert once again. The Debbie Downer does not like me. Uh, Dustin May, another guy too, an interesting pick here at 1811. And then Severino goes 1812. Adam Wainwright, who was also considering at 1901. Kenta Maeda goes next. Now it is to me. So then it becomes a little bit of the closer game and looking at picking up some. So Taylor Rogers in Minnesota out there. Gregory Soto is out there. I know it's just so difficult. So I'm going to go ahead and just go with Rogers and take the, the top guy on the board and try to bolster saves a little bit because I am a little behind there. So again, I don't love these two picks. Just trying to play the board. Solak goes next, then Nate Lowe after that in 1905. The Welsh is up for 1906. Uh, I like that. I probably would have taken uh, Rod, um, Rogers if you had If I didn't, that, okay. Yeah, that, that makes me feel been. even better about taking it better because I, <laughs> I know I was doing something right. Uh, you know, I'm going to go with this one. He's not... Uh, Fantasy Bros isn't giving him a big projection as far as um, saves go. I think Bogman and I are going to be fighting over him a lot. I think he's going to be really good for my ratios, and I really do think he's going to lock the job down, and I know it's going to hate it. Uh, I'm going to take Garrett Whitlock. Yeah. Garrett Whitlock at 222, I think, is where yeah, I said there's a 100% uh, reach <laughs> that he could have got him in a couple rounds. Yeah, I, I think Get in the guys, 200. Man. Get yeah, guys. but the 200 is, is where, like, that's where he's going. You know, that, mm-hmm. that is the general overall range of him. Especially if you look at any of the data's out there, he is. Too, I guess he's two sixty on uh, NFBC data, but I think it's just questionable as far as what he is as a closer right now. So no, like that's Whitlock. understandable. So after you take Whitlock, then Luke Voigt goes next. Karen Jack goes after Scott Barlow at nineteen oh nine, then nineteen ten. Colton Wong, Joey Wendell, uh, man for all seasons. I love Joey Wendell at nineteen eleven. That puts Bogman up for nineteen twelve and twenty oh one. Boggs. I mean, if I uh, look at these uh, categories, I'm first in homers, third in runs, third in RBI, first in stolen bases, 12th in average. So that's wow. not great. Uh, but I <laughs> well, need you some made pitching. some sacrifices. Uh, I, I I have, but I, I think I I think I'm better than 12th in pitching. So we'll see. I'm actually tied for um, the bottom with a couple people, but uh, uh, so I might not be dead last. But I got to get some pitching here. So I'm going to take some upside, like Well said. That's just where we're at at this point. So I'm going to take Tristan McKenzie for one, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to back him up with Patrick Sandoval as my Okay, there you go. So Ooh, McKenzie like and Sandoval, Sandoval there. So like very nice Sandoval strikeouts, pick. hopefully some wins. That's what we want. 
So uh, Wendell goes, then McKenzie and uh, Bogman go ahead. Bogman, did you take your second player yet? Uh, yeah, it's just it's uh, it's thinking. Yeah, it's it's thinking for a second here. So let me just. Oh, okay. Just want to make sure you get your guys. I don't want to, you know, walk away here saying I wasn't able to get the guys that I wanted on your team. So uh, I got a thumbs up. I got a thumbs up from Tristan McKenzie. Oh, loves your picks. Oh, wizard. Ooh, wizard loves Bogman. (laughs) Ooh, look at me. I'm the wizard. I love Bogman's picks. Everything he does. Uh, Here we go. Sandoval gone. Then Tommy Pham goes after that. After him, we have Lucas Sims at 2003. Descalfani at 2004. Ahmad Rosario at 2005. You say Kikuchi, 2006. What do you say, Chris Welsh, at 1207? A 2007, uh, I can say. I say, you know, when you're looking at the categories, it, it's interesting because I'm kind of all over the board. It loves me in runs and homers. I'm second in runs, third in homers. I'm sixth in RBI, seventh in stolen bases, and I'm higher than either one of you in batting average right now. So I'm within grasp on offense. My pitching, uh, the two low categories, interestingly enough, are wins and Ks. But I'm top five in saves, whips, and, and whip and ERA, which mm-hmm. I think is a good spot. But I look at the hole I have offensively. I've got to look at this pick is going to be hilarious because <laughs> I need more outfield and the oh projections goodness. are very. Is it AJ Pollock. Lo- it is AJ Pollock. Oh, That's exactly no. right. What Stolen bases, doing? power. It says it's a steal. They, they gave me the they they clapped their hands for seriously. How many IL spots do we have? Because you have Buxton <laughs> and you have Pollock and who is the other guy? Don't you have another injury prone guy? Yelich. Yelich. I mean, Springer. well, Springer. get ready for more. Well, why is Steven Strasburg still on the board? Welsh, you know, no, he's so. gone. He's long gone. Otherwise, I would really take gone. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah Strasburg's gone. Are you uh, sure? Nick, I'm 100 percent sure he's gone. Go back and look. Uh, Nikki Lopez, Will Myers go next before me at 2010. I'm going to go ahead and take uh <clears throat> The top lift here and Miguel Sano and just again just plug away no. some more power. Got lift some good batting lift. average. So uh yeah, he's heavy to lift too. He is not light. That is not, he's not easy small lift. cotton. No, he's not small. Uh Anthony Santander goes at twenty eleven, Charlie Blackman at twenty twelve. Remember when Charlie Blackman was good? Uh, I got a thumbs up by the way on the Miguel Sano pick, so I appreciate that. Uh <laughs> Lujurius goes uh 2101, then Candelario at twenty one oh two, which puts me back on the board here. Some of the names out there, Bobby Dahlbeck, Bobby. Eduardo Escobar, uh, Eric Hosmer, some really boring guys there at first base. Uh, second base, they still need a middle infielder. Is there is there any reason to buy back into Kevin Biggio here? No, I'm <laughs> I wouldn't. I'm, I'm just not interested. The, the guy that I think is an absolute freaking steal is Luis Urias, uh, who just went who two just picks went, away. Yeah. That would have been the guy. I was thinking about him for a while. I'm not a, I'm not a buy back into um, – into Biggio, to be honest with you. He's just no like he's a super patient hitter. He's gonna keep the bat on his shoulder to get walks, but mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. I don't know if he's ever gonna be more than, you know, a 230, 240 guy with, you know, probably a 380 OBP. That's just who he's gonna be. I went safe with another starting pitcher. Well, I'm pretty safe. He had a great first half, second half, not so much. So hopefully Tylon Walker can build a little stamina because 2020 was a shortened season. So I don't think he was really prepared for 2021. I'm hoping that in 2022 he's able to build on that first half and what he did in 2020. It's just a stamina issue, I think, more than anything with Walker. Gio Urshela goes next at 2104, then in 2105, Brad Hand. Chris Welsh, 2106, who makes the roster for you? Got a couple options. I don't think the system's going to really like any of them, is going to be my guess. Uh, but you know what? I We actually talked about him. I'm going to slide him over into the DH spot. I'm going to take Bobby Dahlback. Bobby, Bobby. Dahlback. Bobby, Bobby Dahlback. Dahlback. Oh, it liked it. It gave me... 
three clap emojis as a matter mm. of fact. Not going to do good for my batting average, though. No, no. Well, I got to say, um, the Miguel Sano pick definitely knocked me down a couple. Uh, I But we're still ahead of Bogman, you and I, and batting average. Oh, that's, all that, that's all that matters, actually. We're still ahead there. Uh, all right, let's move on here to the next couple picks on the rosters as we go through here. Once again, we are getting into the 20s now. So it's getting real, as the kids like to say. Mm -hmm. So as soon as it loads back up for me here, uh, let's see. Taiwan Walker, Urshela Hand, Bobby Dahlback. Then Max Kepler goes 2107. Uh, Azole goes after that. Another interesting, here oh, there's Gavin Biggio, 2109. Carlos Carrasco, 2110. Another fascinating late round that's selection, right? If he's good, that's, a good one. that's one that if I had to do back, I might have taken Carrasco over. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I would have thrown I that out there. Chris Paddock, 2111. And then Bogman, you are on the clock for 21 and the beginning of 22. Brandon Belt, uh, one pick for me. Like you said, I am uh, pretty low in batting average, and I think Mr. Giraffe Neck can help there. Don't like all these giants I'm taking. I'm probably taking I was gonna say, giants, a lot of giants, which is uh, upsetting, of course, being a Diamondbacks fan. But, uh, you know, there's no Diamondbacks to take. So and then I'm going to continue to add to this uh, starting pitcher uh, spot and add Hugh Oscar, you know, who hopefully will not punch anything. And uh, stay healthy for this whole year, and I won't have to. Hundred percent, my pick. Hundred. I almost took him pick. last time, and I went. It's gonna definitely give me the middle finger if I take him here. Let me see if he falls all the way back, and he did. So there we go. Yeah. Hopefully, he'll just be punching out batters instead of water coolers this year. Punches, right. I hope he punches Bogman. Uh, Brady Singer goes at, at twenty-two oh two. Then the Gregory Soto oh three. Then the twenty-second round after that, Jeff McNeil, Jamison Tyon, and then Garrett Hampson at twenty-two oh six, which puts Welsh. Back on the clock for twenty two oh seven. Well, you know, uh, I'm at, this is going to be one. Well, I'm looking at this one. E D D D D. Which actually, so it go? told me reach alert on Yanoa, and it says there was a seventy five percent chance. It doesn't know there was a zero percent chance because Welsh was definitely going to take didn't it. Know. Um, I am going to go and jump in on a boring player who qualifies at multiple spots. Pretty good projections on him. I'm going to go with Kike Hernandez. Ah, nice, nice pick there. I, I and I wanted to say the one guy I was thinking about taking, and it loved that pick by the way, was Josh Rojas. I actually think there's a dime back you can take Josh Rojas, who's going to yeah, get some stolen Rojas bases. Yeah. It's just my problem with him versus Kike still being out there is that Kike's probably going to beat him in at least three categories, and it's just not enough. Like Rojas is going to have probably sixty runs and. 50 RBIs with how the Diamondbacks team is. So I just don't love him enough to reach on him. Joe Ryan, great pick that went after. And then O'Neill Cruz. And now you're up, Joey. I am up. And, uh, you know, this is another tricky one here. So it's tell me the top lift is Eric Hosmer, but I don't want to do that. Instead, oh. I'm going to give myself more position flexibility. I'm going to go ahead and take Eduardo Escobar instead. Gosh. I love that pick. I had him on my queue. You know, because uh, once again, kind of like last year when the Mets took Jonathan VR, uh, gave me the slight reach, but that's okay. Um, but to me, He's just going to get a lot of playing time. I just don't see how he doesn't on that team. Uh, Hector Neris goes after that. Brendan Nimmo after Travis Darno, who I was contemplating, then Zach Granke, and then back to me again. Oh, my goodness. You know, here's an interesting one, too. Some cheap steals late here. Akil Badu is kind of interesting to mm. me. I, I can't believe I've got so many Detroit Tigers, but value is value. I'm going to go ahead and take my boy Akil Badu. Uh, and I got three claps. One, two, three for the steal of Akil Badu. And I, I'm 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 happy about that. I like that. A little late stolen base action for you and some runs scored from Akil. I like him. He's a fun player to watch. I After like that, it. we get uh, Tony Gonsolin goes and Steven Matz goes. 
Uh, trying to keep up. The, the picks are so fast and furious. Uh, right we're now. at the end. We're at the end. I, I know. So Stephen Matz went, and then Welsh. Who did you take here? With your I took head? John Gray. Uh, John Gray Great there, getting right? out. Yeah, getting out of Colorado is a huge deal. You know, a lot of people. It's funny pick. people. They uh, suppress Simeon and Seager going into Texas New Park but I don't think there's a lot of talk about what advantage the pitchers might take. And John Gray is a really great pitcher getting out of Colorado, even though he actually pitched better in Colorado than on the road. Uh, funny enough. Uh, I like the John Gray pick. It's a, uh, I think, I don't even know. They might've given me, they should have given me some clappy emojis. If they didn't, I would like the dev team to get on that right now Come on, because devs. you should get claps when John Gray goes post two fifty. Avoid the claps, Jimmy Dugan. Uh, Tyler Stevenson That's up next. Advice. Then Gabriel Ruiz, Carson Kelly, uh, Christian Javier, one of my guys that I had circled on my team. Tyler Glass now twenty three eleven. Then Bogman and twenty three and begin twenty four for us. Well, we have this C position. I'm not really sure what that's all about, but uh, uh, I haven't I believe been it's su- catcher. I've been told. Oh, is that what catcher. it is? Okay, Never I haven't been suggested her. anything about it. But Christian Vasquez, decent average. That is basically all I'm looking for. Uh, in that's, my right now. that's my dude. Now that's my dude. Fox a catcher. Everybody knows I love Christian Vasquez. He's just consistent. Well, I kind of want to keep it Ruiz. I haven't thought about a catcher uh, at all uh, this mm-hmm. whole time. None of them have been suggested to me. So I thought. Ah, maybe I'll go ahead and grab Keeper Ruiz here. And if not, Stevenson, because I'm five picks away or whatever, and they both went, uh, which is just uh, frustrating. So I'll settle on Vasquez just to get uh, that pick out of the way here. Um, and now I think I'm going to take another starting pitcher, but I'm trying to get to it and it's just taking a second to think. So that's okay. Sometimes it takes a, a second or two to think, you know, sometimes even the draft wizard gets tired. Sometimes we go through, but you're right. This is the single catcher format we're playing. And you know, if, if you're playing in a single catcher format, 12 teams, I mean, you just got to find somebody out there that you can handle for, you know, 12 deep. That's it. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be rocket science here. All right, box. Did you find your other player here? It's not rocket surgery, Joe. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take Dane Dunning, uh, top of the nice. list here, uh, suggested mm-hmm. I need some dubs, decent Texas. strikeouts as well. So I'll go ahead and snap up Dunning here. All right. So Dane Dunning goes, then Martinez, Bader, Torkelson, Nick Senzel, uh, Nick Senzel, and then Sean Murphy after Boggs. I mean, sorry, Welsh, you are up next. Yeah, that is me. Uh, um, this is what happens when you get round 24. You start uh, to lose okay. your mind I, a little bit. You forget who the people are, where we where we are. What, are we 26 rounds here, Joe? Together. 27? Uh, we have to fill out these last remaining bench spots here. So just looking through, I know I still have a catcher spot left to go, and there are one, two, three, four, five bench spots here. So we'll we'll hammer these out quick, I, gotcha. I guarantee and uh, I see Rojas went off the board. Yeah. And it went Ro- to Welsh. Very nice. I took, uh, man, you know, I got two round discount on Rojas. Probably one of the best position players that are still out there. Ooh, there's our guy too. Um, and I get, you know, stolen bases, versatility. I've got tons of versatility. And hey, I, I would point this out as well as a strategy. If you're obviously people are going to look at mine and you're going to see risk. Like mm-hmm. there's no doubt about it. But here's a great thing to do if you take on risk position eligibility flexibility sure. guys that, that can move around Escobar and that's something me. my roster that has was done. why i wanted escobar so bad yeah yeah exactly it's a good it's a good uh good notch who did you take there i took uh mike yastrzemski at 24 10 and then peterson navarez goes then back to gavin lux at 2501 interesting pick there that's that could be very beneficial alex reyes at 2502 who is getting getting sassy now i'm gonna take a shot on catcher i'm gonna go ahead with adley rutschman and hope for the best and i'll take some other you know slap nut catcher off the waiver wire eventually but mm. let's let's see with adley rutschman see if he can break camp here and be the guy we shall find out if he breaks uh, camp it'll be a steal it'll be it, it will but i mean look in a single catcher league 
I'll take the chance. Even if he doesn't, I just got to, you know, figure it out for a few months. And if he comes up and he plays well, then that's a win. Eric Hosmer, Alejandro Kirk go next. Welsh, you're back up on the clock. I see some good value actually still on this board now that I'm yeah, seeing that, I mean, there's definitely some decent value. I've got a guy I'm going to see if he can pop back to me in a little bit. I do feel like I need to get back on the pitching front because we're on we're on the bench side. I did put yes, John Gray on the bench. we have four rounds left to go here. Four more uh, players, and then we can finally evaluate ourselves. Uh, you, know, you know, this one's always tricky because of how this team manages themselves, but Drew Rasmussen, uh, right around 300, I think is a solid spot, especially if he stretches out more, being put, um, you know, in a, in a spot to get more wins, even though it said reach, reach city, uh, fantasy reach city, time. baby, reach city for Welsh. Let's see what's in store for Bogman here with his next pick, uh, Boggs, where are you going here with your next two? Uh, give me one second here, guys. This is freezing up for me. That's okay. It's uh, I'll recap Dang, the ones guys. that have just gone. So Rasmussen, then Flexen, Gary Sanchez, Mitch Garver. Here's your catcher rung, Paul DeYoung, and then uh, yeah. Sanchez oh. from Miami. Jesus Sanchez was a guy who was, uh, when I just said, <clears throat> hey, I'm hoping something comes back to me. Yeah, that was, that the, was the beast. That was that the was guy the that I was hoping would come back, but he did. Absolute top of my queue was Jesus. All right, Boggs, um, you are up now for the end of 25, beginning of 26. All right, I'm going to go uh, with a, a couple pitchers here. I'm going to take, I'm going to throw a dart on Josiah Gray mm-hmm. uh, I like at this point. And I'm going to go back to my Marlins guy here and take Eliezer Hernandez. All right. How do we say, is it Eliezer? Eliezer? Eliezer. Uh, Eliezer. Excuse me. You're all wrong. <laughs> yeah, all the way wrong. Yeah, none, none of the ways you said it, Bogman. That's how you said it. <laughs> all right, Boggs, did you make Hernandez, that second dummy. pick? It's not showing up for me quite yet. Uh, yeah, it hasn't let me take it yet. So no, That's okay. It's Again, it's it's a marathon here, ladies and gentlemen, not a sprint. Uh, let's continue on here with uh, the next of the picks. Uh, Welsh, who are you looking at and targeting here as it makes it back to you? I mean, I, I, got, I might have the most un- popular pick i could <laughs> ever make Corey and i'm tempted i'm no, tempted don't, don't do it i'm tempted to not do it don't do it <laughs> i think don't it might do it. do it do it don't do I'm, it it I'm creeped chaos. in my mind for a second and i just couldn't do it good well I'll do it i think i did it did i click did it? you do it i did, did it. Click it i don't know it hasn't shown up yet you got to tell me oh my goodness it's trevor bauer uh, I think Trevor he's going to play this year. I, I th- if I think he does, I think he's going to play draft right there. That's I, an interesting strategy. I mean, look, that would be the steal of the draft. If he he's plays, cut but. bait there. I mean, if he doesn't right at any given time, you didn't make where I picked Hey, listen, we're at pick 300. Um, I, before all of his nonsense, I've never liked a lot of the attitude stuff. I've never oh, no, been a fan. Been we have never, constantly oh, made fun of him. Every openly, openly mm-hmm. not been a fan. Um, and then obviously there's a lot of legal stuff going on, but you know, he jumped back into the public eye, which I think tells you a whole lot of what's going on as far as it is. And it, it has a decent chance to get cleared up and it's past 300 and it's gross. I feel gr- I'm going to take a shower as soon as can we finish this. I, need, I didn't even take a shower. <laughs> All right. I took Adam Frazier now of the Seattle Mariners, uh, just some bench depth oh, there. Uh, that's, that's, that's it. Not, not thinking anywhere really past that. And uh, I'll take a little James Caparillion as well, which is uh, my top suggested player there. So uh, after Diego Castillo and Eflin, then Caparillion, then Kyle Gibson, Wade and Welsh, 
we're closing things up here, Welsh. Let's rock these bad boys out. Yeah, we are trying to. The system's uh, it's a little bit slow right now. It's uh, it's bogged down, if you will. If you will take that. What's um, that? By the way, no no offense to you, Scott, on that phrase. Yeah, it's terrible. yeah. I I am taking offense on that. Yeah. No actual bog offense that is mm -hmm. being put out there as I'm looking through. Oh, okay, here we go. I'm gonna go with a prospect. Um, little plug over on InThisLeague.com is our Patreon. I've got all my ranks that are there, and one of the things I've added to my ranks this year are some of the top prospects to look for mm -hmm. in redraft this year. And this is one of those guys post 300 that I'm going to take a stab on. Pretty good projections you guys have on him well. It's Josh Young. And I was just talking nice. about uh, Nate Lowe and how I don't think he's guaranteed anything what's going on. And Josh Young is a huge uh, batting average guy with power. And in 369 at-bats on Fantasy Pros, they project him at 17 homers. Imagine if there's no roster manipulation and he played a full season, you could potentially see a 30-home run season in a prospect. Post 300, easy because like you said, like that yucky Bauer pick, these are all guys that you could cut bait on and move mm -hmm. on to the next guy. Uh, Bobby Bradley also goes in this round. Another notable name, uh, Dominic Smith, Bruce Gratterall. Bogman, you're up for your last two picks. Um, well, I'm going to go ahead and take um, Paven Smith for one. Oh, God, he went. Of course he went. Yes, he, he went four go. picks he went ago. In this yeah. round. Four picks ago, Paven Smith. Sorry, that's the one guy I didn't mention there. <laughs> that's the one guy you wanted, of course. It's always that way. Actually, yeah. you have three picks left, I believe. I'm just a little bit behind here. Uh, so, Kutch for one. Um, cause I need another outfielder and, mm -hmm. uh, so I'll buy back on Kutch a little bit. Then I will go with a guy just with multiple position eligibility and give me Hunter Dozier. Uh, I'll just take some power here. Another good one there. Hunter Dozier, McCutcheon, two veterans, Bob, uh, Bogman makes his selections here. Welsh, who are you going to take next? Well, I might, uh, cheat the system a little bit here, but why not? If there are actual closers, that um, I'm not up yet. The system hasn't gone to it. If there's actual guys that can get saves, why would you not take a look at them again? I do not think this will actually happen. I don't think guys like Paul Seawald are going to mm -hmm. be out there or Andrew Kittredge or anything like that. But I see Joe Barlow out here and he's scheduled to be the Texas Rangers closer. So as soon as it lets me, I will just jump on and take Barlow. And then uh, I'm going to take my catcher with my last pick, and I know exactly who it's going to be. All right, so tease us a little bit as we're waiting here for things to catch up with who your catcher is. Well, I don't like the catcher position in general. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I mean, obviously, if I cannot pay for the top guy and I can get somewhere in the middle, I would have. That escaped me. I don't think there's a lot of great options out there, but uh, projections are very nice on him, and he's one of the really good few framers that are out there as well, and it's Max Stacy. I'll just say it, mm -hmm. uh, hoping you don't take him. Max Stacy is a guy that I'm going to take a look at with 15 homer projection on here versus guys like Joey Bart, James and McCann. Boggs, you, did that average. ever second pick ever go through for you? Because I see uh, it just just went through. just went there. It goes Dozier, Robles. I see now Cal Quantrill, uh, and then now it's flying through here. We have Tyler Naquin, Evan Longoria, uh, Welsh. Go ahead, you can make your selection now. Yeah, as soon as it lets me. All right, I clicked on it. We'll see if it goes. I'm taking Joe Barlow with those saves, which will probably be very nice to my um, my in projection, or at least help out a little bit. You know, there's a part of me that's I can't get enough of wondering why the Tampa Bay Rays took Corey Kluber on. I just I can't, can't I can't get around it. I want to, but I don't know. I'm just gonna take another picture here just for depth. So I'll take Bumgarner here. Be boring, whatever. Just take another guy off the top of the list here. And uh, there's another pitcher here that's 
slightly intriguing to me just to have on the roster. So do I want to go old with Corey Kluber? Do I want to go take a shot on a guy like Sixto Sanchez? I don't know. You know, after just, the video of Sixto and his little throwing, I would go with Corey Kluber right now. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was thinking too. And the Kluber thing, the funny thing, Welsh, is that once again, I feel like every year I'm like, okay, I'm out on Corey Kluber. And then there's always something. Well, it was the Yankees last year. I was like, well, I'm kind of intrigued because it's the Yankees. And they, Me too. they signed him right away. And now this year it's the Rays. And the Rays always seem to know. Like yeah. the Rays are always the team that seems to have it. So those are my last two selections there. Uh, Welsh, you went ahead and, and took Max Stassi, right? So Stassi is your pick here at catcher. Stassi, yep. Talk us through that. Yeah, yeah, just like I said before, good framers should stay out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15 homers projection. I mean, he's got some pop in there. Mm-hmm. He's just one of those guys. I think, uh, gosh, I think it might have been on our, our friend Ryan Bloomfield. I couldn't, I could be mixing who it was. But as far as like uh, pitchers hey, Bob, that make maintain, your last pick, go ahead since I know. Yeah, well, it's I I got it here. I know mm-hmm. it will be. But just but, uh, guys who maintain like a WRC plus with solid frame rates and stuff like that. That's a guy like Max Stacy. So he's just a good sleeper back end uh, catcher that you guys should all take a look at. Hey, all right. What? So oh, the draft oh, is done. Oh, Joey P got an A minus ninety out of a hundred. Welsh, what's your grade? A minus ninety two out of hundred. Oh. No, no, I've lost to the Welsh. I'm an yes. embarrassment to myself. What about uh, what about Boggs? Despite all those reaches, you still bested me, Boggs. Tell me you've got a 94. Uh, it's not. It's not telling me yet. It's uh, okay. It's on. I'm on the struggle bus here. So let me see. Well, uh, I looked at the overall projections, and it is pretty fascinating. And it's actually oh a my little goodness. disappointing. I see it right now. Actually, this is astounding. So Boggs, I'm going to spoil it for you. Scott Bogman won this draft. Oh, wow. unbelievable. One. Number two, Christopher Welsh, and number three, this moron, Joey P. Uh, <laughs> so look at that. The three of us beat the bots. I've been doing this. Dan Harris and I did, I don't know, a dozen of these last year. I have never seen the three people on finish one, two, three. Really? So, gentlemen, kudos. Wow. Well done. Hey, we did it. Very we did impressive. it. Uh, some Very good stuff. Impressive. Yeah. Joe, you finished the tops of any of us in hitters at three. Bogman was six. I was seven. Bogman finished with the top pitcher front. I was number three and Joe was seven. That is pretty incredible. All three of us uh, beating the robots. Hey, guess what? We won. We don't need uh, whatever (laughs) Connor, whatever it is. Uh, We beat Skynet. They're down. They're done. We win. Welsh, take us through your roster real quick. Uh, It's Stassi. It's Vlad Guerrero Jr., India at second. Then you have Machado, Max Muncy, Ryan McMahon was a great pickup where you got him. I thought very good selection there. Rojas, Cabrian Hayes, your boy Byron Buxton, George Springer, Christian Yelich, Kalanick, AJ Pollock. Then he's got Bobby Dahlback uh, for closing things out in the other utility spot. Max Scherzer starts the rotation. Jack Flaherty, Class A, Eovaldi, Romano, Stroman, Whitlock, Hauk, Jordan Montgomery, Kiki Hernandez, John Gray, Trevor Bauer, Rasmussen, Barlow, and Josh Young. Love the Young pick at the end. So how do you feel now that you've seen that roster in front of you, Welsh? Yeah, I mean, I feel I feel solid about it. There, there's definitely changes. Like I said, I, I keep having this moment with Max Muncy where I see him and I get excited. And then I forget, like, oh, yeah, he had, like, a major surgery. And that's, you know, could potentially affect playing time. Mm-hmm. I probably would have pushed maybe that off. I, and And listen, I always do this. I've got a lot of risk in here. But I like to do different drafts with risk, some without. I maybe would have subdued it a little bit. But I thought in this this kind of platform here of 12 team and we're kind of going up against mm-hmm. robots, like I could mask some of it. And guess what I did? I mean, Kiki yeah. Hernandez is a guy that you can throw out. I built a lot of depth. 
you also, like you had said, we actually had like an, uh, an extra position that was thrown out there. I've got a lot of mm -hmm. flexibility with guys. I made stolen bases work. I'm pretty happy with it. I'm pretty happy with it. definitely changes that could happen. But at the end of the day, if I was rolling this out with guys like Vlad and, you know, that outfield that I have, I'll take sure. a risk on that outfield. So yeah, I, you know, a minus is probably being a little bit fair. If I were grading this personally, probably like a B plus. I'm really pissed about how I treated my starting pitchers later. I should have gotten a third one earlier. That was, yeah, a mistake. it's the nature of the position though. too. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Scott Bogman, Christian Vasquez is a catcher. Then Pete Alonzo at first Mookie Betts, Jorge Polanco, Anthony Rendon, boy, if Rendon bounces back, what a win that is. Brandon Belt, Whit Merrifield, Brandon Crawford, Joey Gallo, Adoles Garcia, Andrew Benintendi, Andrew McCutcheon, Hunter Dozier, Shohei Otani, and then you've got Robbie Ray, Max Freed, Liam Hendricks, Aroldis Chapman, Eduardo Rodriguez, Chris Bassett, Doval, McKenzie, Suarez, Yanoa, Dunning, Patrick Sandoval, Josiah Gray, Hernandez, and McGill. So Boggs stepping back from that first rank roster you got to feel pretty good about this yeah i do i do feel pretty solid about this i really like my hitting uh it's not a perfect build because i had to you know i took some power with some uh, average issues and then i had to take some average with a little bit of uh emptier things uh, on the back end so it's not a perfect build but i do like the way it's built uh obviously everyone has to deal with injuries so we'll see how those would affect me but i was able to get three good closers as well i like the top end of my pitching the back end is a little dart throwy and i understand that with guys like mckenzie and dunning and sandoval and josiah gray and hernandez so it's a little dart throwy on the end uh in terms of starting pitching but I think most starting pitching at the end is going to be dart throw anyway. So that's kind of how I'm going to probably build most of my rosters this season. So I, I like the way this turned out surprised. I was number one in projections because I'm still dead last in average. I'm 12 <laughs> out of 12, well, but uh, there you go. You can I, still punt one thing, everything else, so. still Fun punting guys. one thing and being great. That's the Scott Bogman strategy. <laughs> so good. For me, it's Adley Rutschman, a catcher. We'll see what happens with that position as things unfold. Reese Hoskins, Tommy Edmond, Wander Franco, Nolan Arenado, Joey Votto, Eduardo Escobar, Miguel Sano, Juan Soto, Randy Rosarena, Mitch Hanniger, Hunter Renfro, Robbie Grossman, Akil Badu, then Julio Urias, Alcantara, Jensen, Gallegos, Trevor Rogers, Michael Kopech, Therese Skubal, Taylor Rogers, Steve Rogers, all the Rogers, uh, Taiwan Rogers. Walker, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Noah Syndergaard, Mike Yastrzemski, Adam Frazier, Bumgarner, Caprillion, and Kluber. And you know what? Like, I would go to war with this. I know the back end of those pitchers of the bench is going to be fluctuation there, but that's really, for everybody's team. Yeah, it is, like you said, but um, I really love the 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 veteran presence here on this team and i mean the guys that i feel like i know what i'm getting out of them there's not a whole a lot of volatility leaders a lot of yeah clubhouse leaders right stand up guys all of that now of course <laughs> if you've got opinions about these picks and who do you think won this draft make a comment on our youtube channel make sure you subscribe to subscribe excuse me to uh fantasy pros mlb channel again this is a separate channel we've got going so if you want to watch the draft live go to youtube.com slash fantasy pros mlb Subscribe to our MLB channel. We'll be doing leading off every single day when the season starts, by the way, to a daily baseball podcast covering everything in fantasy. We'll talk a little DFS, a little wagering too. who knows what unfolds there, but we want you to be a part of it. We started it last year and it is tremendous. So please go subscribe today. Also, don't forget to start running some of these on your own. Get out there and start drafting. The 2022 MLB Draft Wizard is officially open right now for business at fantasypros.com slash draft wizard. 
and start getting prepared for your fantasy baseball season. I want to thank my good friends, Bogman and Welsh, for helping me out today with our first mock of the year. We hope you enjoyed it. It was comprehensive. It was amazing. And what a finish, I must say. One, two, three. I'll take the bronze next to these two studs. I will take it. I'm just happy to be on the uh, on the award platform next to them in the medal, medal round as we enter the Winter Olympics here. But we're talking about summer. We're talking about baseball. So once again, subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your pods. We hope you enjoyed today. That'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on. For Bogman and Welsh, I'm Joey.